Ohio Governor Mike DeWine lifts all coronavirus restrictions in the state as of June 2nd. Ohio Auditor Keith Faber says unemployment officials withheld the extent of the fraud they faced for months and did little to stop it. And fraudulent vaccination cards are not yet a problem in Ohio. It's the Wake Up Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Thursday, May the 13th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine abruptly announced Wednesday he would lift Ohio's coronavirus health orders as of June 2nd. Until Wednesday, he had said he would lift the orders when Ohio hit certain measures involving infection. He made his announcement on the same day that the editorial board of The Plain Dealer and Cleveland.com called upon him to do so. DeWine also announced Ohio would start vaccinating adolescents today, and the states will have giving full scholarships to students who get vaccinated. Separately, Ohio will have a $1 million drawing for adults as an inducement to get more recalcitrant Ohioans to get the shot. DeWine seemed triumphant as he made the announcement about the coronavirus restrictions, smiling widely as he applauded Ohioans for taking the precautions needed through the pandemic. But he said the time had come for personal responsibility in the coronavirus battle, which was a theme of the editorial's message about lifting the orders. Ohio Auditor Keith Faber says unemployment officials withheld the extent of fraud from his office during the first months of the pandemic and dawdled on installing anti-fraud measures. In an interview with Jeremy Pelzer, Faber said the Ohio Department of Job and Family Services told the auditor's office through December that there was no unemployment fraud outside of the ordinary scope stuff, even though fraud was in the hundreds of millions of dollars. In February, the department director said she knew as early as June that the state was being hit with a tsunami of fraudulent claims that eventually totaled more than $332 million in 2020. It was really, really disappointing to me that they failed to make the required disclosures, Faber said. He also said he was struck by the state's failures to put in any safeguards. Authorities nationwide have recently issued warnings about the proliferation of fake COVID-19 vaccination cards, saying counterfeits are illegal and undermine efforts to reach herd immunity. But the fraud has little practical impact in Ohio. So far, the only talk of requesting proof of someone's vaccination status in Ohio has come from schools like Cleveland State University, which plans to require vaccinations for students living in dorms. Fake students create headaches for airlines that require proof of vaccination from travelers, including those in Ohio. The fakes also could become an issue for colleges and universities that require students to be vaccinated before they can live together in dorms. An attorney hired as a special investigator found no evidence to support most of the bullying complaints filed by Cuyahoga County's independent watchdog against the chair of the committee overseeing her department. 
Courtney Astolfi reports that one of the 11 complaints was substantiated about the committee chair asking the director of internal audit to meet at his home to prepare for a meeting. Monica Houston said she was uncomfortable with that request from the board chair. Her complaint said she experienced aggression, coercion, and belittling when interacting with the chair and that he subjected her to unrealistic expectations. Among other things, Houston said he pressured her to take action contrary to her findings related to payments the county made to the high-speed internet provider One Community, payments that were reviewed as part of a criminal investigation into the county's IT department. High-speed internet provider Digital C plans to double its capacity to serve low-income areas of the city by the end of the year. The nonprofit already provides service to about a 1,000 Cleveland homes across six neighborhoods, including Fairfax, Huff, Central, Clark Fulton, Glenville, and Buckeye Woodhill. But it has the capacity to serve about 3,000 homes in those areas. By the end of the year, the capacity should reach about 6,000 with added wireless technology and expanded links to fiber in the ground. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer.